Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Thriving Women Artists podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Sarah van Dongen. I am Doreen Bellar. I'm Ping He. And we are here to share our creative journey and to support you on yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode. Um, before we begin, uh, it's only Ping and me again. And I thought maybe we should say something why Doreen isn't here, because maybe people are curious. worried <laughs> worried, yes. or curious. That's a better word. But yeah. uh, Doreen is fine. She's just very busy. So she had the opportunity of a really nice project and she didn't like see it coming. I don't know. So like her schedule is a little bit too busy. So yeah, it's um, so good project that she really has to concentrate and that she will review herself yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're busy too, but we don't have like this extra nice project that Doreen now has. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's get into the episode. So um, today we're going to talk about how to plan studio time. With studio time, the first thing that comes to mind is like drawing or painting or creating. Mm -hmm. But what I always forget, also, you also need time in your studio to just like flick through books or like the stuff you have there to clean things, to mm -hmm. reorganize, to... So sometimes I think, okay, now I have an hour. That's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. But then I forget that there's also all these other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, like, what do you think of productivity? You come to studio to work. But also, I think it's so important that we are artists, we are visual person. And I do realize the set out of mood and what yeah. you mentioned, the clear clear your desk, organize the palettes, clean up the palettes, or make a mood board, even though sometimes, or plant flowers, what I'm doing, so it seems irrelevant to my studio time. Yeah. But that is a preparation for me. It's like a set a stage for a performer coming to stage. This is like oh. an actual stage that I set up a theme for myself. And I feel relax I feel inspired especially the flower blooming and also lighting is also very important and the music and this is also like a setup yeah I I really struggle with doing feeling good about doing things when they don't feel productive like rearranging some tiny things in my studio doesn't really feel productive but I also notice that mm. You can have the most amazing art supplies in the world, mm. but if they are not um, organized in mm. a way that you like, you you will not use them. Like you you, I mean, it's the same as if they were in the store. Like, so I used to have all my stuff in like mm. little crates, and it looked really like aesthetically pleasing. But I'm a very lazy. <laughs> No, you are not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm. I wasn't finished, but thank you. I'm a very uh, lazy creator. So if I don't see the material in front of me, mm -hmm. out of the box, I won't grab it. So now I have all these pots and stuff, and I made things so I can like grab them yeah. from where I'm sitting. Oh, and every month or so, I I have to change things up because then I notice. Oh, didn't I also have 
these materials and then they are somewhere else or I'm not using something. So I'm thinking that I have the perfect setup and then a few weeks later I'm reorganizing again and I'm having trouble to see this as important, but it is. Like mm. the space you're in is important. I think it's you clear the space and organize space, you know, the, the, as I always say, to the mindset, like you prepare yourself for a good starting. I think it's sometimes I look at my palette and I try to clean up my palette. And normally I, I want to really be thrift uh, in a way that, oh, I reuse my palette. But then it's all mingled, become brown, you know, <laughs> or mm-hmm. really like... Um, the value is not like I, I always do the bright color, but if you mix three or four times, then the color is really dim and really not yeah. uplifting. So I told myself, you know, I really like to recycle everything, but this time I really need to clean my palette. And so, especially with gouache, you know, it's so nice and refreshing when you clean up everything. You're like, I feel like I I can breathe again. My my painting comes more fresher, and I like it more. So I thought mm, maybe I figured the way to organize my space and on my mind as a set a stage for me to work. And uh, it's also the lighting. I I was not really into lighting. You probably know I used to work in the night because my mm-hmm. child was young and spent time with her in during the time, but. I think um, the lighting is so important now. I switched the night worker. <laughs> I'm a night night owl. Become early morning morning birds, you know. So I I wake up in morning, not sometimes five, but now a little bit later. So oh I I managed to catch the first light on my on my in my studio. I have a whole like window, like four meter half window, and very high. So I really feel encouraged to make some great, but. This is lighting is important, setups are important, but I think it's also my preparation for my mind. Um, I think the studio time, why it's so important, the preparation, because I want to visual what will be finished piece. And I think it's also good to take myself to indulge in, in like into the topic. And I think it's before I was like also in, in production mood, like, oh, but I don't want to make my studio as a factory. Yeah. I, I think each time I went there, when I in the mood, oh, I have to hurry to finish this collection and then uh, Mother's Day is coming, I have to do that. But then the work come out not the way I really want. Mm-hmm. So, so I think... How, how do you... Because I I, 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 <laughs> I really... <laughs> I, sorry, I'm, I lost all my good English words and I only, I'm left with the simple ones. I really understand what you mean, like, because maybe you only have an hour and how do you make sure that you're not on automatic pilot production mode, like creating things, but how do you make sure that you're conscious and deliberate and... I, I think this is like you break down. I used to be really like, oh, I have a big ambition, I need to make 48 designs and then I think for now I break the big project to small bite chunk. Uh, and in this way, I fulfill, I can reward myself because I can finish the big piece, uh, make it big to-do list in a smaller, uh, realizable and um, executable work. For example, 
when I do Mother's Day, instead of like, oh, Mother's Day card, you know, go Google online, what is Mother's Day card? No, I would think what the Mother's Day read to me, what kind of image coming to my mind, just for example, you know, a different project can be different and what things resonates me and, and I write on the keywords and then I just go find a color, um, what resonates to these keywords. And then I just play with this color. And then sometimes I also like collect some pictures or things my mother left for me. And then certain moment, like with this collection, I told myself, okay, um, this period of time, that's your research, um, your collection of memory, go back to the memory lane. And then and if you say one hour time, but I say to myself, okay, this hour is the play with your color for them. Yeah. And don't okay. go to the deep drawing yet. And then next stage, sketch. Just like put your butts on the chair. <laughs> and yeah. that that works. And then you have a, a graduation, like a gradually go into the deep uh, like execution instead of like, this the work I get a sketch. I need to this one, and I need to finish the way I want. Then you, you know, it doesn't work out for me. Maybe work out with other people. They have like uh, already have visual what they want finish, and they they go there. Okay, one hour finish, and leave the studio. I I don't do that that way. No, I think um, it depends what you want with your studio time. So. I think there are different types of drawing or creating <clears throat> and um, we all like everybody have a ten has a different tendency to do mm. something but I think all the types are important so mm. you know you have the doodling when you're on the phone or like you're just making random marks like that's mm. the type of drawing and you have this very conscious thing where you're trying out something new and you want to, I don't know, you're drawing from observation or you are you just want to make something pretty, right? Mm -hmm. Then that's mm -hmm. usually something you already know how to draw, like you've drawn similar things before and you just, I think that could be sort of an automatic pilot thing or like a factory thing where you just sit down for an hour you know what colors you love you know I'm just gonna draw another this but and that's also important and then there's the thing where okay I want to create a new product or I want to experiment a bit I want to I want to draw this feeling mm. and then okay but what is this and then you need to research and you need to so there are all these different types I think and some people they love to only make sketches right? Mm. They never make a finished thing. Some people, they love to only make nice, pretty things. So they mm. have, they find like experimenting or only sketching harder. Mm. And I think that's just a tendency that's, that people have. And you need to be conscious of that. And then you need to try to take, to also do a little bit of the other types. Yeah, I think it's so luxury. You can still experiment, especially when you have a certain stage of your career, you have a lot of commission work. You get briefing from the clients, but it's so important to do your personal work. Yeah. And, and I say, okay, I have my card business here and, you know, I have end result every have three times a year. I have a collection, 48 design. Oh, now we have 300 designs. I was so surprised looking back, you know, um, how how does it work? And people also surprised during COVID time, we have <laughs> 300 designs. And, and I, I don't think actually... 
be honest, I do, I just paint. I just make it. I just evolved. I don't say to say, okay, I need to do 48 designs. Now I'm conscious that I need to have this certain, otherwise certain period of the collection much more than other period of collection. But I just keep on evolving. And I think you also need, need to look at your own. What is your most productive time? What yeah. do you feel like you your energy is low? And then you do something fun to compensate. I yeah. think... I sit in my studio. I don't feel like it. I just take a little walk and water the plants. But then it's this is like I need to give go back. It's like you need your you need to know your body strength. You need to know what your most concentrated time period of the day. And then yeah. you have a to-do list. And this is all coming together. What is your most focused uh, attention time? And yeah. which is least then you know, I do list things. I do reply emails, and I don't. I leave my phone away. I normally I always check like, oh, who did the likes on my Instagram? <laughs> I used so stupid now looking back, you know. But then I, you know, I, I don't from outside force to influence my studio time. Um, there's phone calls, there's email to reply. That's my time, and. And people, you know, now you know, we have colleagues. I try to have early in the morning, have a meeting with them, and they know what to do, they what to, to, you know, carry on without me, hopefully. And then I want to be productive in this specific time. It's my time. I claim it. And also I make a space for myself. That's my space. That's my time. And, and yeah, just cherish the time you have. I have so little time because now I break down to the different time because I thought, you know, you have eight hours, but it's not true. Mm. The time click very quickly. So yeah. you need to look at the, maybe you can record it. What I say, how you plan your studio time, you can record it, your your routine, what you normally do from, for example, you go to studio nine to 10, what do you do? So you can see your time, how many hours you really actually spend on doing things and how what do you think about your productivity or are you happy with the the result if you're doodle, yeah. doodling you're happy with uh, your experimentation are, are you happy with the result then you can readjust you say okay this doesn't work um, I feel like I just get up at five o'clock morning in the studio I just too tired for example or yeah. um, you know you, you have to look into everybody individually um you know, I have to hurry to give uh, to give Alice uh, in the morning. Have to bring her to school. So for me, uh, seven thirty is like a war zone here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, when when you live alone and you just graduate from university, you have much more time than than us, like, like me and who have <laughs> have a child. So and then three o'clock and sometimes one o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I have to pick up at one. So I only have from nine to to twelve thirty, and also lunchtime. So it's very three hours. I really have to make use of it. Yeah, I think um, you've said so many things <laughs> that I want to respond to. One thing is sometimes when you have less time, you're more productive, right? So yeah. you know you only have from nine till twelve thirty. Yeah. And maybe you have a little bit of time somewhere later, right? When Alice yeah. is doing something or when John is helping or... So it's really good. Okay, what's, for what tasks do I need concentration? Yeah. And that might not be emails. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, so that's really good. Another thing you you talked about why studio time is important. I think if you have um, like a commission or a deadline, mm. you're, you will put in the time to make that because somebody else is waiting. Yeah. But what we're also saying, right, is you also need studio time for yourself. So nobody's waiting for what you're making, but you only yourself and you still need to do it. That's difficult. Yeah. So that's why you need to yourself. Um, I always say have a schedule. I think you give yourself, <laughs> I learned from Alice because um, end of the day, end of the month, we uh, get sticker, sticker yeah. that you performs well. So you, you, you are your own. I also ask in the future, I ask my colleague to evaluate my production, my performance, you know, <laughs> It's it's yeah. good that be, because you have somebody else uh, accountable. But for now, if you don't have people around you yet, to but you 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 yourselves, uh, accountability buddy. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, there are red flags for me. Like there are some things that are not measurable. If you make a drawing, then you have a drawing. So that's, mm -hmm. or if you clean up your studio, then it looks clean afterwards. That's like a, that's measurable. Like there's a mm -hmm. change. Yeah, but there are also things that maybe to an outsider it looks like nothing happened, mm. but it's still valuable. And at the same time, even if it isn't valuable, it's still important. So, yes, it's good to be productive. And yes, I totally agree. You need to be accountable, like to yourself, you need to learn to be able to do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, especially if no one else is like waiting for them, but you, but at the same time, productivity or like outcome, like that's not the only thing, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to, because I, I have trouble with this. I have trouble with, I want everything that I do to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. To have an outcome to to see that something has changed so the time has passed and i don't i also want to see something else that has changed not only the time but time spent doing nothing <laughs> or like what like looking out the window or just thinking of stories that, like and maybe nothing comes out of it i think that's also important yeah we need to make sure that we allow ourselves to be unproductive i think and i'm i'm working on this yeah but i think you have a reset you know um i think studio the time i i i most of people say oh productivity how many pieces of art you have been made and how many pieces of art from this what you made will be so yeah. and this evaluated monetary wise uh, or, or finished pieces wise but i think um you also forgot to grow Growing yeah. as artists as important as finished pieces because I think um, reading reading looks like you don't get immediately or <clears throat> refining your work or just look at a piece to maybe critical look at your piece or take a break from your piece and I think the thinking the mind kind of like roaming as I go back to your work and you see different perspective. Because I think, um, and I look back my journey, um, I'm glad that sometimes I take 
take time away from my really looking my work, but then I read something and I come back again. It's so refreshing. And I come out of the piece, I'm happier. And instead of I keep on making, you know, the watercolor, I can keep on making it, but sometimes the, the paper is tired and me too, yeah, I'm so yeah. frustrated. But instead of keep on making the old piece nicer, I just take a little break. I clean up my palette and wash, wash, and during the wash time, I say, I have aha moment, aha. Maybe I should try this kind of stroke and with this brush, and I come back again, start a new piece of paper. Looks like between old work and new work, I have a lot of like 20 minutes waste of time. But I think I need this time to digest. I need yeah. this time to understand what I'm doing, what I'm doing, and then have a new approach like a puzzle and problem solving. I think creativity and creative time is all about problem solving. How you yep. make the color the way you want it, bring out the essential of this work you want to bring to, to your reader yep. or your, your viewer. So yeah. It's so essential to to give your time to to grow to learn instead I, of keep on making it. Yeah, I agree, and I think especially during this time that we have this extra struggle because a lot of people when they're doing something and they're frustrated, it's not working out. They take a break, but then they they grab their phone and they look on social media, and then what you're actually doing is you're not evaluating, you're not, like to an outsider, whether you're scrolling your phone or taking a walk or doing the dishes, like it might sort of look similar, mm -hmm. but what's happening in your mind when you're doing the dishes or going for a walk or looking outside the window is completely different from when you're scrolling social media. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at social media, I don't think you're really able to digest why you're feeling frustrated what's wrong with the piece you know like you just shut off and you don't so I think that's yeah I think we live in such a difficult time because yeah that phone screams for our attention and so many people are addicted and it is an addiction right so it's not it's an addiction so it's not like oh you should just stop like that's not how addiction works no so if you feel like you're you are addicted i think you should talk about it with people and get help from for example your partner or your friends like make deals i'm trying to make a deal with my boyfriend that he will because i'm bad i'm bad i'm a little bit addicted to instagram which is ridiculous because i'm not posting that much or anything i have a timer so after 45 minutes it shuts off but then i can just sh like put it on again <laughs> so i want my boyfriend to make a code so yeah. he if i really need to go on instagram he would put in he sh he would have to put in the code that's fun <laughs> yeah okay so that's one thing that i want to want to say so be conscious i mean like social media it's it's fine right if you enjoy it sure like like scroll a bit mm. for a few minutes but i think usually after 5 minutes there comes this moment where you don't have to control anymore yeah um i wanted to say another thing my brother has a friend well he has more friends but i remember this um and he's pretty like a little bit workaholic 
Yeah. And but he's very smart and like very cultured as well. He said, I'm only reading the books that I know will get me further in life. I'm I'm only so I'm only reading the books with the subjects that are about my field. I'm mm. only reading the books that yeah, will will help me get better. And I mm. thought that's such a shame. Like <laughs> reading why should why should i mean sure i have all these illustration books mm. as well but don't make every activity of your day don't let everything have a purpose like that's so like tunnel vision you won't get any other voices in your head except the ones that are in your field or in your interest i think it's so interesting to you know what we were saying to go to a different country or to watch like a television program that you would never watch or and to see how other people are responding and to get like different things in your mind other than 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 like the conversations you're already having i think it's also um my i was like thinking about the topic of like how to plan your studio time i think i divided the three things first thing like first of all i think it's important to have a little bit play time for myself that's the whole purpose being creative, creative, uh, running my own creative business. The thing, the, another thing is like a, I have a business to run and I have productivity. I have a number of KPI to look into. So I also look in the business side, um, whether I generate things like income, you know, uh, or finished pieces that I can go into production, playtime. And business time but the other thing besides that i think is also kind of things that you can contribute contribute to your own growth like in bigger scale um contribute to your colleague if you have contribute to community if you have the studio time is it's you know play time you can do something with instagram i'm not saying i'm not gonna do instagram i will but then you have to have balance you know because if you're too much into it and i forget what you're gonna do um and also it's very competitive on instagram oh i don't do this well and you put yourself in a situation look into what other people is good at and you forgot what you meant to do today and i have been there before was like a too competitive and oh that's so good and I never be able to do it and then overwhelmed then you don't do it but I think playtime is so important put your work put your time figure out what is not good and fit, figure out what is make you happy and then you know the rest well you know business side it's also you need to you need to like from I don't know your time for example, if I have 9.30 to 12.30 for Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so how I can allocate my time? Allocation planning is important. Sometimes it can be slip of the time, but you mm -hmm. you know when to stay focused, when to stay balanced. Um, I think summarize also priority, focus, and also have fun. I think these three words <laughs> come to my mind because you have to prioritize what is your task, what is urgent, how to be finished, what is urgent and important, what is least urgent or least not important. And also what the point to go into studio. Yeah. Um, some put like now I pull back my whole team in, in the house. I used to have a studio outside the house with 
what you can control, what what things you cannot control. Colleague come ask me question, and I'm in in you know only five meters reach, and then you need to allocate time for yourself, but also need to plan things. But then a colleague will not come in to ask you questions, or you plan things that you not like have to search one special color dig into all the rooms where's my palette where is the color so i think planning execution and focus prioritize your task so important and and you know have fun is so important really yeah at the I, end of the day you don't have fun you will just drag to finish your work you don't look forward the next day i took a lot of notes because this was a lot <laughs> Sorry. No, it's it's it was it was really good. So I think I think it's time to summarize how to plan your studio time. Yeah. And we would say know yourself and mm -hmm. your your schedule. So mm -hmm. maybe you are a morning person or an afternoon person. I tend to do emails and stuff at the end of the afternoon because yeah. then I'm just tired. And also so know yourself and um, prepare your studio so mm -hmm. make it nice right make it mm -hmm. a good space and make sure like everything's there the worst thing for me is when I sit down I've had this a few times and my favorite pencil like breaks or something or or my like one of my favorite markers runs out so of all my favorite stuff, I now have at least three. So <laughs> I can, so um, like prepare your space and then sit down when you, or maybe beforehand, like what's the point? I, I love that you said that. What's the point of this time that I have now? And this depends also on your mood, on your schedule, on how much time you have. So maybe the point of the studio time now mm -hmm. is playing mm -hmm. or like experimenting. Maybe the point is to look at all your color paints and like think about, oh, I'm not using these. I'm going to put these away and I love these. I'm going to put these closer to my desk. Maybe you want to do research. Maybe you think, oh, I need to make a piece for uh like i want to send my mom a card for mother's day mm. and then you start to research sorry i'm <laughs> i can yes. only think about mother's day now yeah yeah <laughs> because what you said that there are these different things you have the play time you have the business time when you need to make money or maybe you have a job um mm. somewhere else and then um, the contrib contributing thing and whether that is through contributing to your own growth by reading and doing research or something or contributing to the community by maybe you make some nice paintings on your window like in your street right it doesn't have to be that complicated i think i think want to summarize you know how to plan your studio time um i think you know yourself is your personality, what you want to achieve, your goals related to your vision, daily vision, weekly vision, or monthly vision, and come back to know your why. And then from know your why and vision and your goal, and you can plan out the 
weekly or visualize what the finished project you will look like, how you will feel, make you feel. Let that guide you throughout the project. Let the fun guide you. Let your vision, let you know your why, why you do what you do, guide you. And also showing up consistently, no matter you're growing, no matter you're learning, you, no matter you're yeah. running a business or contribute community or help other people. You know your why and that makes everything easier because yeah. then you know how to allocate your time. You know you're not going to do it on Instagram, looking at Instagram, not contributed to your contribution to community, not contributed to your own grow, growing maybe a bit. But I think you you know the why, starting to know your why, and then the rest was fit in the pockets, fit, yeah. fit in on field. Oh my God. That's it, I think. Yes, I think it's just, you're, everything you're saying is so inspiring. Um, I wanted to add one more thing and then we're done. <laughs> then we're done. Some people might struggle with their why. So I know my mom, she's like, oh, I don't mind anything. Oh, I love all the colors. Oh, you know, I don't, I like everything. Like there's, she, she feels like she doesn't have uh, <clears throat> a strong will, so mm. to say. Mm. So what can be wise, <laughs> why reasons? Um, for me, I started because the act of drawing was fun or is fun for me. That's a why. Yeah. A, a why can be simple. A why can also be, I want to be able to um make a decent income with my mm -hmm. drawings that's also why you mm -hmm. can also say i wanna i have a story inside me about my childhood pets and i want to get that published like there are so many whys and they can be very small or they can feel insignificant they can be huge you know i want to win the big blah 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 prize and they're all valid right so yeah. i just wanted to yeah <laughs> make if sure. you yeah, if you can answer your why, every every stage of your life, you have different why. Yeah, you know? exactly. They change as well. It's, like... it's evolving, not like a linear. You know, it's all, we always start from ground zero, but then the circles get get bigger and bigger because we have more knowledge, we have been more experienced. I think I think studio time, and I also it's like you have your space, mind, and physical space, and you know your why. You map out your to-do list, of priority and um, emergency, <laughs> importancy, and then the rest will, you know, fit into the piece. Yeah. You know how much money yeah. you need to make a living, and then how much you need to put work out there. How much time you need to put work out there. Yep. And end of the day, is this still validate that you still have fun? You still enjoy doing it. That's most important. Yeah, I think. Okay, I think I that's it for, for this episode. Yes. Amazing Thank you guys. Uh, information. <laughs> and uh, have a lot of productivity in your studio and have fun. And yes. also um, give us a review if you enjoy this podcast or episodes and uh, give us five star review if you like it. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please check out our show notes or our website, thrivingwomenartists.com. If you like our podcast, please leave a review. See you next week.